Hello, this is Danielle Freitag with Jenna DeYoung, Real Talk Podcast, encouraging faith and inspiring restoration. Sharing tips, tools, and talk, we're exploring a biblical worldview that empowers and prompts faith in action. This is Real Talk Podcast, and this is Danielle. And this is Jenna. Hey, guys. How's it going? We miss you guys. (laughs) Yes. So it is um, episode 11. We've got a couple more episodes this season. Um, Last uh, last episode, we really talked about grace. If you didn't get a chance to listen to it, definitely go back, Um, especially for all the moms out there. (laughs) You're going to want to listen to that episode. And as far as this episode, we are going to talk about rest. And I know, Jenny, you've got a lot of different scriptures um, about rest. And I feel like sometimes the best place to start out is a is a personal story about rest. So the reality right now is I feel like I'm not getting very much rest. <laughs> so with the newborn in the house and, you know, three-year-old, um, I am finding my intimate times with the Lord very sacred, not as not happening as much as before, but even in those times that seem not so long, I am, you know, seeking to find rest from the Lord. Like in Psalm 119, you know, David, um, if he was the author of Psalm 119, whoever the author was of Psalm 119, there's speculation, but the author talks about um how the word gives strength. And that's where I feel like I'm at just even in the physical soul tired, finding my spirit resting and finding strength from the word of God, which is alive and active. That's where I'm at right now. And I know we talked a little bit about this like last week, just about grace, you know, in times of need, but as for rest, um, you know, the, the rest that I seem to find (laughs) is definitely those moments with the Lord that are not as much as they were before. So like even this morning, Corey took Malachi for like a half hour and I was like, okay, I'm going to read the Bible, you know, and journal. And all of a sudden it's, you know, it's like seven ten. I hear Hadassah getting up, you know, she's in her room. She's excited. She's learning how to dress herself. So she gets up, gets her clothes on. I'm like, okay, well, there goes my, <laughs> there goes my devotion time, but it's okay. So we read the Bible together. And we got in the word together and I did feel a moment of his presence. So, um, so yeah, I know as far as rest, you've got a lot of scriptures, um, for you, what are the times that you feel the most rested? You know, when I think of the word rest, I don't think of my physical body, but I think of being at rest being, I was reading earlier this morning, but it's a tranquility of the heart where, Mm. Where, where you're you're steady, where there's no commotion going on. And so, of course, the times that I feel most at rest is when um, I spend time with Jesus in his presence yeah. because yeah. it's his presence 
But then it's also this heart posture of trust with Jesus. Because when we, as I've been studying the scriptures, it's just so evident and so obvious to me that there is this correlation of of the rest of God with trusting God, trusting God with all of these things. And so what I kind of wanted to do is to start out with this scripture out of the book of Isaiah 30 and just read this because we know that we can enter his rest or we cannot enter his rest. It says, Lord Yahweh, the Holy One of Israel says, come back to me. By returning and resting in me, you will be saved. In quietness and trust, you will be made strong. Mm. But you refused. And though you boast, no, we will flee on horses. You will indeed flee for your lives. You say we will ride on swift horses, but your pursuers will be swift to chase you. See, when we look for things, when, when we look to other things for the for rest, we might find something that is temporary, that temporary brings us a, 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 into a place of peace. But it says your pursuers will be swift to chase you when it's anything but Jesus. It's not true rest. That's it good. says a thousand will flee at the threat of one and all will flee at the threat of five until nothing will be left on you like a lonely flagstaff on the top of a hill or like a, a signpost on a barren mountain. So, but here's God's promise. So this is the hope. This is the hope. It says, for this reason, the Lord is still waiting to show his favor to you so he can show you his marvelous love. Mm. He waits to be gracious to you. So God is literally waiting for us to turn to him, to come to him, to yeah. find our rest, to, to, that he would steady our hearts, that his presence would steady his hearts, that as we extend our trust to the, our Lord Jesus in every season— that he makes our hearts steady. It says he sits on his throne, ready to show mercy to you. For Yahweh is the Lord of justice, faithful to keep his promises. Overwhelmed with bliss are all who entwined their hearts in him, waiting for him to help them. So there's something about no matter what season we're in, like Jesus you're where my you are where my help comes from. Yeah. And realizing that and getting rid of because a little bit later, I'm gonna read just a little bit more, but even yeah. a little bit later after I read, it talks about getting rid of all idols, all false things that are not Jesus that we invite into our life that are counterfeits. It says, Yes, the people of Zion who live in Jerusalem will weep no more how compassionate he will be when he hears your cries for help. So I encourage everyone, cry out for God in your time of need. Cry out to him for help because he's a good father and he will come to you. It says he will answer you when he hears your voice. Thank you, Father. Even though the Lord may allow you to go through a season of hardship and difficulty, so he allows this. He's not the author of this, but he allows this. He himself will be there with you. He will not hide himself from you, for your eyes will constantly see him as your teacher. You will turn to the right or turn to the left. You will hear his voice behind you to guide you saying, this is the right path. Follow it. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus is the right path. Amen. He is the right path. And I love what you said about getting rid of getting rid of idols that they're not going to be the thing of rest. They're not going to be the place of rest. And you may, well, you may seek after those things in a moment. It's not the true place of rest. It's not 
the shalom peace that Jesus, he himself is peace that he offers. Um, I was, you know, as you were just sharing, I started thinking about the disciples, right? And all the ministry that they did. So right here they are walking with Jesus and they're starting to see miracles. People are following them. There are crowds that have been following Jesus. People want to get close to Jesus. Um, they're even, you know, as you, as you read through the gospels, they're even starting to maybe feel a little bit of like, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to call it like pride, but they're like, yeah, like, you know, this, this is good. Like people are following him. Um, but in the midst of that, so, so the story, I love this in Mark, Jesus feeds the 5,000 people and I'm just going to read this. And, um, it's just, it's such a great example of rest. Right. So verse 30, the apostles, um, they gathered on around Jesus and reported to him all that they had done and taught. So there had to be some pride there. You know, they're like, look at all this. Look what we've done. You know, we've taught. Um, Then because so many people were coming and going, they didn't get a chance to eat. Jesus said to them, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. Mm -hmm. So again, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they had been so busy teaching and preaching and the Lord knew it. And Jesus is saying, come away with me. And it's the same thing. It's exactly what you're talking about. Jesus is saying to you, come away with me, come to a quiet place. And there's where you're going to get your rest. Um, this is so encouraging to me right now because in my soul, like, like physically, I, (laughs) I, I do feel a little tired. I'm running off a lot of coffee. I'm just being honest. Like you know, but, but my spirit, like even having this conversation feels encouraged. You know, I, I do feel encouraged. I feel his peace and his presence, um, even in what seems like a challenging season, like again, love being a parent, love, uh, love my children so, so much. Um, it's just, it's requiring of me, like just more. <laughs> so right. It, it It is. It's just that it's requiring parenting is requiring of me more. And in that, I want to keep my heart right. I want to be grateful. Yeah. I want to be, you know, um, doing parenting out of a place of rest. Um, and so like realistically, sometimes that come away with me to a quiet place and get rest might be like the shower. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's like the only place that I have alone time anymore is like the bathroom. Maybe sometimes it has to comes in anyway, maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> like knocking at the door, little fingers under the door, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so- sliding a paper underneath <laughs> the door. That's what my kids have done. Like, Hey, I'm still here. <laughs> like, can I get oh, like five minutes? I tell her it has a privacy, privacy. And she's like, mom, I want to come in. Okay. So yes, like even the, the, the come with me to a quiet place is looking like, okay, I'm actually going to, I'm going to stay up. So the last time Malachi feeds is like 4am there, there was a couple mornings where I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go back to bed. What's the point? I'm just going to stay up. And this is my time. So then it's, I'm going to use this time to get in the word, um, you know, spend time with the Lord before Hadassah gets up and she's been getting up a lot earlier now too. So Yeah. (laughs) So that's, that's the realistic of come away with me to a quiet place. It's like middle of the night, feeding Malachi, middle of the night prayer in my rocking chair. That's, that's my, my rest time in my spirit. 
just yesterday, I kind of had to do like this daunting task of like wiping down all of the cabinets and like hand washing my wood floors. Yeah. And I was really like, I just felt like the Holy Spirit challenged me, like invite me into this time. Yeah. And I'll never forget when our spiritual mother, Ruth, Mm. said to me, Jenna, you carry the throne room with you wherever you go. And I remember she said it. And at the time I like, didn't, I was like, what does this mean? I was like, oh my gosh, like this feels so significant and deep. And so yesterday when I got my bucket, got my rag, I got my headphones and I just put on worship music and I just began to enter into the presence of God as I was cleaning floors and I'm just mm-hmm. like weeping and here. And it's like, you know, the, the reality is, is that whether we're feeding a baby, whether we're cleaning the floors, whether we're in the shower, wherever we are, we have the opportunity to invite his presence into mm-hmm. that, into that space. And, you know, the reality is, is in Psalm 91, verse one and verse two, the the whole Psalm and all of the promises are contingent on the very first two verses. And it says he who dwells. So to dwell is to live in communion. It's like, to, like he is my shelter. He is my force. I dwell with the Lord yeah. all the days, all the moments, all the seconds of my life. It says he who dwells in the shelter of the most high will remain secure and rest in the shadow of the almighty whose power no enemy can withstand. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust with great confidence in whom I rely. So we see these words here of trust, of dwelling. And I just also, the word shadow, to be overshadowed by the presence of God yeah, that that's where our protection come comes from. Like, Lord, overshadow me with your grace, with your yeah. presence, God, and go with me wherever I go. And it's mm-hmm. like there's a whole nother realm as believers that we can tap into for rest, for yeah. peace, for strength, for endurance, for everything that we mm-hmm. need in in our time of need. So good. You're okay. Every this whole conversation is reminding me of this incredible book. Um, those listening, maybe you've heard of it, you've read it. If you haven't, I would highly recommend it. Jenna, I'm not sure if you've read it, but it's about brother Lawrence, right on prayer. So, and doing the dishes. Um, so he, he literally talks about this and it's, it's really incredible, but, um, he was a monk who had brother Lawrence was a monk who had the very, um, well, and, and, and Christian, and I, I should, I should go on to say like Christian, um, but had the very non-spiritual task of washing dishes. And um, he discovered a spiritual discipline just in um, practicing the presence of God in washing the dishes, right? So he actually talks about this in his book um, about how he communicated with God. Um, And one of the quotes, I'm just going to read this. It's so good. It says, we ought not be weary of doing little things for the love of God. Mm-hmm. Who regards not the greatness of the work, but the love with which it is performed. I just, I love that. I got to say it again. We ought not be weary of doing the little things for the love of God, who regards not the greatness of the work, but the love with which it is performed. Um, and that comes from the the book, The, the Practice of the Presence of God. It's one of my favorites, um, but he just talks about that. Exactly what you were talking about. The kingdom of heaven is is within you. 
the kingdom of heaven is, is here. (laughs) Like that's the reality of being seated with Christ in the heavenly places. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes we have to like work, not in, not in, not in like an exhausting way, but we have to like work into the spirit coming out of the soul, coming out of the flesh and moving into the things of the spirit. And that is where there's complete rest. Right. And like, I love that one word from God can bring a rest in your whole body. Mm. One moment with Jesus can bring a whole rest to, you know, to yourself. Whereas before maybe you were, I think about myself, like, what are the things, the idols, or what are the things I've turned to in the past? Well, you know, prior to 2006, it was drugs and alcohol, never satisfied. Um, I've also, you know, struggled with uh, shopping, <laughs> looking to shopping or things to bring comfort. Um, and that never is going to satisfy. That's not a place I want to feed in my soul. And so continuing and looking to him and making a practice of turning to him and all things, then there's really, truly, um, really, truly rest. So I just pray for those listening that you experience his rest, that you know the complete rest of Jesus Christ, that you um, turn to him, you know, not just in times of need, but when you're, like Jenna said, when you're washing your floor or doing the dishes or holding your baby at 2 a.m. with like two hours of sleep. There is rest there as well. Amen. 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 So in Isaiah 40, 31, I just want to encourage you guys with this scripture too. It says, But those who wait on the Lord, which is who expect, who are expecting God. So when you're feeding that baby, expect God to come in the room, who look for. They're looking for Jesus in creation. They're looking for Jesus to show up. They're looking for his presence who hope in him because all of their hope is in him. Their hope is not in themselves, not in their own physical strength, not in what they can do, but their hope is in Jesus. It says, um, but those who wait on the Lord will gain new strength and renew their power. They will lift up on their wings and rise up close to God like eagles rising towards the sun. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and they will not grow tired. In another version, it uses that word entwine. It says, but those who entwine their hearts with Yahweh will experience divine strength. They will rise up on soaring wings and fly like eagles, run their race without growing weary and walk through life without giving up. So this is without giving up that we can literally as believers walk through anything And we're not giving up because our hope and our trust is in him. And it says, waiting on God is never passive. It is binding our hearts together as we wait for God's plan to unfold. I love that. So we're... So we're binding our hearts to his, we're binding our hearts to Jesus and entwining. It's like we become one, right? We're our life is hidden in Christ. We want to be enfolded into his spirit. So Jesus can put his garment on us, his anointing, his strength, his power, everything that flows from him, his life flowing into our life. Amen. Yes. Amen. 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 Amen, amen. And until next time, (laughs) next time we're actually have just like two or three um, episodes left in this season. 
Of course, we hope this encouraged you.